See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us, that we would be called children of God, and such we are. For this reason the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him, because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself, just as he is pure. Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him sins. No one who sins has seen him or knows him. Little children, make sure no one deceives you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who practices sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. No one who is born of God practices sin, because his seed abides in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. By this the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. For this is the message, which you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of the evil one and slew his brother. And for what reason did he slay him? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brethren. He who does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and closes his heart against him, how does the love of God abide in him? Little children, let us not love with word or with tongue, but in deed and truth. We will know by this that we are of the truth, and we will assure our heart before him, and whatever our heart condemns us. For God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. This is his commandment that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. The one who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he in him. We know by this that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given us. That is First John chapter 3. As I've said, that's the word of God to the people of God. When I read directly from Scripture, in my congregation and on Sundays, we are in the fourth Sunday of Advent, talking about love, pure, unadulterated love, love that doesn't confuse affirmation with it. It doesn't mean that we accept all behaviors, but a love that 
looks past all the failures, all of the shortcomings of humanity, and says, I still am going to die for you. Even when I know some of you are going to reject me. I'm not going to come down on the clouds of fire. I'm going to be born lowly in a manger. My coming to Jerusalem, which scared Herod enough to wipe out all of the males, male infants, because he was afraid that Jesus, this Messiah, was going to come down out of heaven and bring um, a fury of, of wrath in this lifetime. No. Instead of riding into Jerusalem on a chariot with archers and cavalrymen, he comes to Jerusalem on a donkey, a symbol of peace, the, the complete opposite of a threat. That's the Messiah we worship and celebrate. And that is the pinnacle of love. God coming down off of his heavenly throne, putting on this fleshly body that was riddled with the consequences of sin, pain, death, hurt, sorrow. Shout out to Adam Deckard, his uh, wife, Emily, who shared in this past D group, if you remember those episodes and, and what that is. She sharing her, her thoughts and empathizing with Mary who had to go through the pain of, of childbirth and then the infant Jesus who was helpless. Would not have survived if it were not for his parents, just like us. That it was the God of the universe in a human form. And his whole purpose was to what? Why he came down? Well, we just read it. We just read why he came down. The Son of God appeared for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil. By dying on the cross, this little baby comes down out of heaven. And his whole purpose was to die. That's what we as Christians celebrate. Still confusing to the world as it always has been. There's a lot more that can be said. But I just want this to stew a little, I guess. There's nothing more that needs to be said. And if I sound a little bit different, it's just because, to be honest, this last, uh, this last week's been, it's been very rough. I'm, I'm rather tired at the moment, but it's not because of a lack of sleep. My soul is, is rather burdened at the moment. And I can tell you that if I'm not a recipient of that love, I don't know where I would be. I'd be in the tall grass somewhere, completely lost, if it wasn't for the unconditional love bestowed upon me by my creator and looking for that hope, I don't know where I'd be. I don't know what type of debauchery I would have turned to during this time. The same debauchery that the world turns to for its own remedies. It's just a humble reminder. I'm usually always a little more subdued at Christmas. Not that I struggle with joy but it's usually I, I like to just reflect because Christmas time, even though we don't celebrate it at the exact time of Christ's birth, it's a remembrance that that time for the, for the people of God was a horrible time, especially for the people 
in Bethlehem and the surrounding provinces with the loss of their baby boys. It was infanticide. And why? Because of fear? Because of the opposite of love? I mean, why else would that have, have happened? I mean, can you think about in the vicinity of Bethlehem, all male children under the age of two years being killed as a decree from your government? And in the midst of that sorrow and that pain, love still persists. So that the measures of this life are not permanent. They're not lost forever. That we could have the opportunity to be with God for eternity. That because you are separated from your loved one who was a Christian, that that was it. There is a way for us to cross over. And that comes directly from heaven. That's what I think about at Christmas time. If you have some moments today, I'd go back and read Luke chapter 2. I'd reread 1 John chapter 3. I think you very well might find it beneficial. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all of our platforms that we are hosted on. Thank you to SoundCloud. It's so great working with them. I'm grateful for those who listen on the YouTube channel, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and then also support our Facebook page. Thank you, everyone, so much. I'll catch you next week, maybe before Christmas. And then we got a year wrap-up after that planned. I'm excited for where this podcast is going. It's nothing without your support. So with that, may God bless you, and may God keep you. <laughs>